Everybody, welcome to a mini major episode on Wonder Woman. Oh yeah! <laughs> this is Noah Kinsey, and I'm Jonesy. So, Wonder Woman came out this weekend, broke a lot of well, didn't break any records, but it did really well. Who was it against, though? Well, it was against Captain Underpants, so oh. a formidable superhero. How fucked up would that be if Captain <laughs> Underpants overdid Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman made about four times as much, $100.5 million. On opening weekend? Domestic, uh-huh. international, or globally, it made about $223 million. Damn, so how much was well. the film? How much did the film make? Uh, I mean, like, cost to make. Oh, I knew this. It was maybe around, uh, I think it was $149 million. All right. So well, for a big so budget, it's modest. Yeah. Way more, way better than Especially like, on a first-time action director that came mm-hmm. from an indie movie mm-hmm. to... Game of Thrones, I think. Didn't she direct some of those? I think so, but I mean, yeah. still. it's like Because she was in talks to direct the second Thor and, and like dropped out. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So this is the highest debut for a female director ever. Good for her. Yeah, you know? very good. Very, it got A in cinema score, which means the marketing lined up, or the expectations lined up with the, with delivery, the delivery. That's good. Which is what that means. Uh-huh. So... And that means it's going to do well. Sure. Pun intended, it's got legs. <laughs> so what did we think? So we know how well it did. Yeah, did well. Um, you know, I enjoyed it for what it mm-hmm. was. I think out of all of it, you know, you know, slash all of the, the hype and the first female superhero, let's just look at it. Not the first, but the first successful one. Well, she's the first... Captain. Catwoman. Well, Electra. That, that shit don't work for me, man. But but those I'm were, talking those about like new to the DC type of universe right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's she's one of the first ones in this new the first era. female in the new DC extended universe. Exactly. So and the fourth film in the DC extended universe. Right. Um. You know, if we were just looking at it from like a film, I thought it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the action sequences. Um, some of the jokes were kind of, eh, they kind of yeah, fell I flat think for me. Them, you know, half of them bombed. That type of thing. It just didn't work. Um, but I mean, all in all, I thought it was pretty entertaining. It wasn't something that I sat there though and just like wowed at. Yeah. You know, that's at least how it felt for me. My wife and I, you know, we got there, we watched the movie, and the movie ended, and we were just kind of like, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it felt like to me. Did you stay till the very end? Uh, we did, but I do that anyway just because, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that work on those movies. Yeah, so yeah. it's just out of respect, Props I think. To them. Yeah, more or less. So I do that for every movie, no matter what we watch. Mm-hmm. What about you? So I'm actually, I did not know how you would feel about this. I didn't know if you and I would line up at this or not. Uh-oh. I'm actually very surprised. No, my feeling is I liked it. I didn't love it. Oh, okay. So Which we're actually like right on exactly the same Exactly. Right I thought you were going to be like, it was amazing. No, uh... I thought Gal Gadot did great. Sure. I think thought she did fine. Yeah. Um, I love the stuff on Themyscira. Uh-huh. I thought that was pretty cool. Robin Wright Penn is still Dude, killed it. awesome yeah. and badass in this. She's so gritty. I know. She was so gritty in this movie. It was really awesome. nice. She was that character. Yeah. I think she was the best performer in the movie. You know, who uh, do you think's better than? It's I don't know. I'm a little biased because I like I love Chris Pine. 
Mm. Yeah, I he feel great. he stole the show personally. Sure. I feel he stole the show completely. Sure. Though uh, Robin, right? Mm-hmm. She she basically she had the emotional yeah. core of the show. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I appreciated that too. The mm-hmm. mom, whoever played the mom, she great. I thought you did pretty good too, man. Yeah. You know, minus all the work that got done. Right. That's the only thing that was a little tough to pay attention to because you got all these beautiful women, and then some of them you just see that they got so much work done. Yeah. I was like, oh man. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. Yeah. Other than that, uh, Chris Pine for me. Yeah, I thought he did great. Uh, He really did, like you said, he really did the heavy lifting of this movie. Um, And I, part of me wonders if financially. So I was talking with someone else about this, and I almost wonder if financially they gave him a lot to do in this movie because since it this is like the first legitimate female driven like comic book movie because yeah. mm-hmm. the other ones were smaller budget right um this one was legitimate like had a lot writing on especially after the stinkers last year critically right and like they didn't turn a big profit uh-huh. um, for how much they cost. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a lot riding on it. So a part of me wonders if they brought in a, like a bona fide movie star franchise guy. They ha- and that's what in. I was thinking too. They kind of mm-hmm. had to, I think, to get this movie really to feel, to confident. feel confident. Yeah. Exactly. Um, not to, not to, to you know pull away from any of what like Gal Gadot oh, no. could do. We're just do. talking financially. Yeah, because like, to me, it, that's what it felt like, right? Like you, you have yeah, Gal Gadot, who's what? How many movies has that lady been in before this doing a, this? Like two or three couple, that yeah. I can remember. Yeah. The only she one I remember. The Joneses. That's the only one that I know. And then she went yeah. to uh, Batman vs. Superman mm-hmm. and then boom, Wonder Woman. So... <laughs> eh. To me, I think you you kind of had to bring in a Chris Pine that could hold like a Star Trek franchise. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if if, if they're going to rest all of it on her shoulders for the second one. I don't know. Because oh, by the way, spoilers. I know. I, we should have said this. So there's going to be a shit ton of spoilers. Well, you we should just no, no, no. know that. And it's fine. I just don't want someone like listening. Like no, 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 no. Don't do it. Go no, back no, in time. No, Go back no, in time. No. Um. So I thought. Yeah, I thought he was great. Uh. So they feel a pressure, and you could do desperate in Suicide Squad, but they feel a pressure to have funny moments. Right. Because Marvel just knocks it out of the park with funny moments. They do it so effortlessly. So effortlessly, and half of the time it felt really forced in this movie. Uh huh. Like yeah. lo- Especially everything on that boat when they're finally yeah. getting that off. That could have been cut in half, Dude. and it would have been good. Right. But it went on forever. Like, okay, like, I get it. Christ. She's pretty. There's sexual yeah, tension. I get it. There's- we get it. She doesn't refer to sex emotionally. She refers to it as very clinical. Right. And he's uncomfortable with this because she's a hot lady. I get it. Right. Wrap it up. Yeah, basically, <laughs> right? Yeah. Pretty much. And that's and the through line that they kept hitting with all the males, too. He's like, you mean mm. to tell me? The, whoever the, the Indian guy was, you know, yeah. he's like, you mean to tell me that there's the tons? The Egyptian. Of, oh, that's right. That there's tons of these women on an island by themselves with not a man? Where is this place? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, where is it? So there, there's little backhanded mm. jokes like that that it just felt easy as a you know for jokes yes. in my opinion. But then again, at the same time, I was like, well, I mean, half, half of them worked. Kinda, yeah, you know, where else? What other jokes would you have gone to? I, don't I just know. didn't think. I think if the the material doesn't warrant it, don't do it. Right. And I think that's the pressure they feel. It's well, just like they want to go for the more serious. It's tough tone. though, right? Because you know, I read an article right after I watched this movie about. Kind of the the canon of Wonder Woman, and just that Wonder Woman has gone through some shit 
oh, yeah. over the years She's a from when she was originally created. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'm a, in the comic book world, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how like uh, misogynistic it, it, it's gone and how ultra feministic gone. And I think it... It was one of those characters that I feel that just got so polarized depending on the decade, the culture, you know, that was going on. I mean, it's cre- it was created by a guy that lived in a uh, polyamorous relationship, you know, mm-hmm. and he want you know his his one of his wives or girlfriends, whatever you want to call him, is the one that kind of spit in his ear. Hey, you should do. <laughs> a comic book character about a strong female woman. Mm. And that was the only initial intent of doing this. But then she got in so pulled so many different directions. So I could see why it would be difficult for the creators of this particular movie to be like, where the fuck do we take her? Because she could get pulled so many different ways. And there's parts of me that felt like, were they trying to sprinkle a little bit of a lot in one character? Or were they... You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't. I don't know. That's a good question. So, and that to me, where I is where I felt like maybe it fell flat is because they're trying to sprinkle too much. Right. In there. Trying to do too much. Right. And not choosing like a a just, solid yeah. perspective. Pick a line exactly type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Another fun fact about I don't not the creator of Wonder Woman, but the creator of the Lasso of Truth. Yeah. He's also the creator of the lie detector. Right. That's the guy that created it. Oh really? Yeah. That same, same guy. guy. Oh cool. Yeah. Same dude. Um, so that's that's very interesting. Yeah. It's like he cares about the truth. Yeah, and that part was very funny when they had Chris Pine wrapped in the yes. rope, and he's like, "What is this?" Right. I thought the way they introduced it and explained it was great. Yeah, and it was so quick, right? Yeah. Like it didn't, it wasn't overly funny. It yeah. was just perfect. I felt. Yep, and it it served a purpose, but also, I mean, it got a lot of of the explanation out of the way in an organic way. Yeah, instead of like in Suicide Squad, where he's like, "Oh, by the way, this is Katana, the soul of her dead husband's in the sword." But anyway, let's go to the <laughs> yeah, city. Bye. <laughs> You're like, wait, back up. Yeah, what? Uh, okay. First off, where did she come from? Yeah, and there's swords. There? There's souls in that sword. Cool. How is? Can we just stop and say how awesome this is right now? Uh, Thanks, Phantom of the Opera. And why are we assembling all these people? And she just pops in. Yeah, out of nowhere. Thank you. Did she not get some of that too? (laughs) Um, I felt like the second act went on way too twenty minutes too long. Yeah, there were certain parts where I'm like, oh my god, guys. Yeah, I agree. It just, man, I don't know. I feel like there was moments where I. I felt like they wanted me to feel it was an epic moment, but uh-huh. it just was... Fell flat. Yeah, yeah, it was like an Unbreakable with uh, M. Night, where it's just like so slow just to be slow. Right, well, and you know, it's tough Without because, purpose. Well, I don't want to say without purpose. I think the hard part from what I find when they fail... Well, I don't want to say when they fail, but when they, when they don't hit the beat, right, mm-hmm. it tends to be because we didn't earn that moment enough uh, yet. That's, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. if you really... Because one moment that I thought that we earned really, really well... Is when Chris Pine and, and uh, Diana Prince, if you will, uh, bang it out. Right before that, when they're outside and oh, they're the in the dancing, I thought that was great, perfect. But we they built those moments yeah. so well to earn that, and I actually yeah. felt that moment, and I that was one the, of the very I felt the few. love between them. Exactly, that, I thought that was really well done. because they earned it. But then there was other moments, but it was, and it, it felt like it wasn't even just like, "Hey, you're a guy, I'm I'm a girl," right. like. We have to get together. Instead, it was like these two are coming together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and like you can really feel the, I mean, they're both very charming in this mm-hmm. movie. So for me, it was really nice to to watch that grow. 
over, you know, eight or nine scenes and then finally they connect on something yeah. real, right? Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. And mm-hmm. the moment is really nice too because it's a very good midpoint, right? You got a sure. you got a moment where they basically break the line that hasn't been broken in a year or so, you know, to save this small town, yada mm-hmm. yada yada. So, and it worked out really really well, yeah. you know. But they earned it. Yeah. <laughs> that's my point. Yeah. They earned that moment. Some of those other places, like the fucking ending for me, the the last boss battle. I, I was going to ask what you think, dude. I'm telling you, I didn't you, like. It. I didn't like it either for a couple. There's nothing of, but just CGI. We TV. didn't earn it. Yeah, I feel we didn't earn it. All all we understood through the. All right, I'm going to go to soapbox really quick here. This is the thing that bugged Step up big that kind of dug into me a little bit is that they took a really powerful woman. And they made her feel like a little child throughout this entire movie. Yeah. And look, and I understand a fucking fish out of water tale. Right? <laughs> I was it, say. That's literally what it is, right? <laughs> it is. It's a fish out of water tale. In a man's world. In a man's world, right? Yeah. Get it. But you don't kind of make her like a little fucking kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And all she kept saying She's capable. was like, She's only been trained since she was like fucking six years old. Exactly. You know <laughs> what I mean? And though maybe she doesn't know about... Aries, right? And that was the other thing. I don't know enough of the folklore to know mm-hmm. that she was molded and Zeus, you know, mm-hmm. brought her to life and all that. One, that's dope as shit. That really is pretty That's awesome. a dope ass, like, origin story. Mm-hmm. Let alone being that Aries is, like, her brother and this, this uncle. Uncle. No, she said brother at oh, the very Oh, that's right, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're um, right, you're right, you're right. Because basically, it's the Zeus brought her to life. Right. It's, yeah. It's the kid, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, to me, you know, him, her going on this journey just to be like, look, all we got to do is kill Ares. It's such a little girl mindset. And I yeah. would feel that these these very beautifully strong, intelligent women would teach her to think a little bit more logically than just like, all we got to do is kill this guy and everything will be fine. You get what I'm saying? It's very simple logic. Right. You know what I mean? And so maybe that, I don't know. For me, it just felt yeah. like a young thing where I have a grown woman in front of me. You get what I'm saying? Oh, no, I'm right there with you. And it felt a little demeaning in that aspect. Totally. And to have it pay off where the germ afterwards the German guys take off their masks. And they all and hug like, each other. I see the sun. That was another thing that I was like, uh, really, dude? Really? Because it wouldn't have been more powerful. I could even see, like, let's meet, let's meet DC halfway. I could even see, like, her saying, like, the whole Aries thing, Aries thing, and then she kills that general dude, and she realizes, like, the world's more complicated. Uh-huh. And she learns from it, and she's like, well, what can I do because this world isn't perfect? Right. Because, I mean, honestly, if you're going to go super literal, which how the ending was, right. why is there any battles after that ever? Right. Like, didn't you stop the God of War? Isn't it going to be peaceful for the rest of human ever? existence? And that was my question, right? Because it, do you... To the movie's logic, as soon as Ares is non-existent, then men won't yeah. be jealous and everyone's fight just singing kumbaya and jerking each other off. Right. So then, my curiosity That's leads me to ask this question <laughs> really fast: the next beat of this, uh, like the last beat of the story, she's going to fight Doomsday, right? That's how they wrapped it all together. No, this was after this was after the doomsday stuff because she was she was getting something from like that picture from. But I think he gave that to her during that whole ordeal. That's what drew her out after. No, I think it was before. Hmm. I literally just watched this movie a couple weeks ago just because I was curious because he didn't. 
I don't want to watch it again. I don't know. I'll disagree with you. I don't want to watch. I feel. I just look. I just feel. Okay. I thought that start her ending of her movie starts where she rushes out. No, because no, because they were familial. Like they were familiar then, and in in Batman versus Superman, they didn't necessarily know each other that well. But like he gave her the note saying like someday I hope you tell me. That's right. When they fought, he goes, "I thought she was with you." That doesn't make sense either because he just fucking emailed her like thirty minutes ago. See, but that's where I'm but confused. But that's not the email. Now. Yeah, but I this think is this, where I'm all confused. No, I think and it shit. starts and ends after that, where she's already like established someplace. We'll find out in Justice League later. This year. <laughs> but <laughs> when the vision, quote unquote, goes back to Snyder, basically. Um, <laughs> Did you just kind of throw up in your mouth? Uh, a little bit. I swallowed it down. Yeah, but the ending for me, I was just—it was a little. It, that's why it was lackluster. Yeah. You know, you get this guy that was—I mean, I knew it. Yeah. And it was too busy. <sighs> so much CGI. Well, did you really and... even care? No. Did you care that sh- this was Aries and this idea with like? Well, but I was also more that's curious we were about their love we interest to be honest yeah, with you and for we the first even time. Building to a fight with Aries. Mm-mm. The whole thing we were building to stop the German. General. Yeah, the Gestapo. The Gestapo. Which, by the way, did you do you remember Captain America: First Avenger at all? Uh, probably, because this is that element of it is Captain America: First Avenger. Really? I'm walking through it here. Okay. So, so, I'm just, just going to tell let's, you. Let's do this. I'm going to say here's what happened in Captain America: uh-huh. First Avenger. Okay. Captain America is going. Steve Rogers is going to fight Red Skull, who is a rogue. German general right. working with a scientist to come up with something to end all the war and for them to conquer with a special invention. And it ends with a Wonder huge Woman ass- fighting. <laughs> no, so but it, it, it like ends it. with a mega plane uh-huh. going towards the target with all the weapons on board. And it's up to a Steve to sacrifice himself to destroy the plane. And that happened in Wonder Woman. Uh, and it happened in... That's what I'm saying. That's like crazy. I just described. The only difference is World War II and Captain America, World War One in this one. But it was a rogue general with a weird like scientist person. This was Phantom of the Opera, right. but the last one was a tiny dude. <laughs> right. You know, like... Yeah, no, it's not. the same, it's the same thing. plot. Yeah. Interesting. So that, to me, I'm like, you couldn't... Find something, something better? And I didn't... I guess now because it was Ares, but through the whole thing, I felt like they were... Especially the woman was were kind of hamming it up mm-hmm. a little bit, where I'm like, you need to kind of play this straight, where it just felt evil to be evil, where she's right. like, this is going to be terrible. And I'm like, what the yeah. shit? Yeah, there's bits in me that I was just like, shut up, lady. Like, this should be grounded in, like, real characters. Yeah. And they should be have purpose mm-hmm. as like the bad guys don't think they're bad guys because they think what they're doing is just they felt like comic that book bad guys felt like comic book bad guys right. from the 70s right right so that was my big issue with well it. that's the best part about like no you know and th- here's the thing i fucking love dc comics more than i love marvel comics wow i mean i i grew up reading batman and Superman. i'm just saying so i, I like it. dc because i enjoy the grittiness of it personally mm-hmm. uh, sure you know marvel has their thing or whatever I like DC World, but you, the more they make these, the more they're losing me personally. Yeah. The more I'm like, I keep trying to go back because I want them to get to that grittiness. But you know why? Because they're not trying to make a DC movie; they're trying to make a Marvel movie. Why don't that? Because they're me because they don't have quality control person like Kevin Feige uh-huh. over at Marvel, and he's even working. You're like. Well, can't they just put Jim Lee in there, something like that? I think they should have Jeff Johns. Something, you know what I mean? Because he's the main DC guy, and I think they need to say, like, dude, 
if Snyder, Snyder tries to tell you this, tell him to fuck off. Right, right. Just be like, no, this is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Because Jeff Johns, I went to WonderCon where him and Patty Jenkins were talking. And uh, he was like, he was saying how, you know, we give the directors creative freedom. And it's like, but if you're trying to make a universe yeah, where everything's connected, you can't. You can't or else it's going to feel disjointed. Well, and here's the thing. Like, I love, uh, you know, Barry Allen and... I'm so worried that they're just going to butcher one of my f- yeah. my favorite comic book characters. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm worried about that. I'm super worried about that. Aquaman, to be honest, looks dope as fuck. He looks cool. He looks really cool. I'm curious to see how that story goes, you know? Yeah. But my point to that is is they're losing me where to the point where I don't want to really go spend my money to go see this. And here's the thing. I usually go to these movies on like a Tuesday night where it's sure. like 575 yeah. or on a Saturday morning when it's like $7. I fucking paid full, full price, price for this movie. It cost me support. and my wife almost 50 bucks to go to the uh-huh. movies. And was it worth two and a half hours out of my 50 bucks? I don't know. Versus like a Saturday with a red box. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the tough part for me here. You know, is the Mm -hmm. story compelling enough to to warrant me paying that? Did it make me feel something enough Mm -hmm. other than just spectacle? Because let's be fucking honest. The end was just spectacle. That's all it was. And that sucked. And that pissed me off because, like you said, really the romance was building. That was the best story in it, personally. There were kernels in there. And there was this. And to me, it was like, so the Dark Knight. Heath Ledger's amazing. People, people are going to be pissed. I'm going to say this. Heath Ledger's amazing, but that movie's a mess. And it just is a mess. And if you watch the Batman part of it, it's all sacrificed for more Heath Ledger time, which is great. But as a full movie, it's a mess. But also, the the last 20 minutes don't make sense in the film. The whole film is about like Batman. Like Whenever a big beacon of good comes out, you have to balance it out with a beacon of chaos. Right, right. An order in chaos. That's what the whole thing is about. But then you get to a point with, like, Two-Face, the last 20 minutes where it's like he's then killing people, and but now for some reason Batman has to pretend like he killed Harvey Dent. So all this stuff, and now it's like, oh, he's running away. But that wasn't – the last 20 minutes had nothing to do with the story you were yeah, building. Yeah, the world that it was all in. That should have been the third movie. Right. That should have led into the third movie start with, like, Two-Face – where he's having to pick up the pieces of that guy with a split. Shit, wheel. I would have much been much better than Way trying to better. rush a twenty-minute, like yeah, a mini episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, so for me, it's like that's a mess because the whole. It's almost like Nolan didn't realize the moral of his movie, right? Because then you have this part that ends with having nothing to do with anything, and that's how I felt with this. Where I'm like, Aries is not the point. No, if you want Aries to be in it. Hint him at the end. Right. Hint him as the reveal, because the reveal is the British guy, which why do you keep the British accent after he revealed himself? I don't know. But anyway. Hey, British, bro. I guess. <laughs> he can be whatever he wants sure, to. If sure, he wants sure. to be a feeble old middle-aged British dude. Whatever. Top. But like, <laughs> just hint that at the end, because sure. that's not the point of the movie. Right. We weren't building to an Ares fight, and that shouldn't have been what she learned. Yeah. It shouldn't have been like, I knew it was Ares, and everyone's going to be super happy until World War II for some reason, because he's dead, so I don't know why everyone's so mad now. Right. Like, Trust me. I get it. And I mean, I, would, I, I give this a 7 out of 10. But after talking about this, maybe less than <laughs> maybe that. Maybe less. Eh. But, you know. People really like, loved it. I'm curious yeah. to hear what it is. You know what I mean? Because here's the tough part for us, right? We're filmmakers. So we're looking at this thing from a very, like, 
No, it's not a spectator sport for us. No, it's not. You know, because we're looking we at <laughs> we're looking at it from story structure yeah. and subplot and da 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 all these types of things. I'm curious, you know, what it what it feels like if you just sat down, ingested it as its mm. whole, and then said, "Cool," and then be gone. The downside for me about all these comic book movies, at least from the DC side. You, that's all I feel. I just kind of go in there, I ingest them for two and a half hours, and then I leave, but it doesn't give me anything to go home to Not or like to go home with. Not the emotional feeling of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where you just right. feel that family. Like, exactly. Like, what is a family? You know, every and time that, that they sacrifice you. themselves, you're like, holy, you know they're going to come out on and top. And flawed. Right. You know, it's like, right. Ugh. So to that end, you know, and I like that you have Wonder Woman. She's not really flawed. There was no real flaw that she had. No, because she was proven right. <laughs> every single, every At single the end, step. You know, I'm curious to, and this is what I love about comic book characters is that what what Marvel does extremely well. Every single one of those characters with all their infinite power, there is flaws throughout mm-hmm. them. You know, and if I were to, if I was to pinpoint the fundamental difference, and sure, there's exceptions. Listeners are going to tell me there's exceptions, but the fundamental difference between the main roster of Marvel versus the main roster of DC, DC, those characters were gods among men. Uh-huh. Even like Bruce Wayne's richer than Oprah, right, you know, like right. he has infinite amount of money. They're gods among men, so they don't have our problems, right? You know, so and that was important back in the day to just kind of right. Have but those then pillars. with Marvel, you well, Marvel, have it's like real Peter people Parker. Reeling, you have yeah, yeah, reeling with deal sh- or real shit, right? But having these powers and like, how do I balance a regular life? With these powers, I mean, even the mutants—that's civil rights, man. Right. Like they have these powers, but guess what? People hate them just for. That's really interesting. I never thought about it from that perspective because if you do think about it, right? Like Superman came in, God among men. You got Wonder Woman. You have the the closest one is Barry Allen. The closest one that you can think of. Yeah, but even him. I mean, he's elevated because he can go back in time. You know, yeah, but he, you're right. His origin story is closer, right? And and he, they've humanized him a lot more, right? To be like he works CSI, yeah, 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 and that's cool as shit, and it's perfect, especially like to try and figure out the whole mom and dad situation. So I mean, I love that, but maybe that's why I love that character so much. Because in all honesty, like, look at Batman. You got some cool gadgets and shit, but I can only hear about your bitch about your dead parents for like. No it's more. In the, it's in the past. Yeah. Keep on, bro. Jesus Christ, you got all the money in the world. Just, you know, wipe your tears with your $100 bills. <laughs> Keep on going. Um, but I, I, to be honest, I never really thought about it from that perspective, man. That makes a lot of fucking sense because mm-hmm. as soon as you flop to the other side, until they start bringing in the universe and stuff into Marvel, you know what I mean? They seem to like, they, they grounded their superheroes in just being everyday people right. with that's extraordinary, yeah. uh, you know, extraordinary ability. And that's why in Guardians, that's why Peter Quill is so fundamental because he is the person we relate to. Right. Because all those he doesn't other... have any powers. He doesn't no. have any mods. He's just, mm-hmm. he just, he's a Terran, <laughs> basically. Yeah. You know? That's actually a really good point, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say this. Against all the doom and gloom that we just gave this movie, there is a couple of things that I really enjoyed. Some of those action sequences were shot extremely well. I like the fight scenes in those buildings. In the buildings, yes, totally. That was right? my favorite fight scene. Right. I agree. And I wish they would have done more of that. Right. So fight sequences, super well done, I think. Second thing is she is so pretty, dude. She is so freaking pretty. I was just like, 
How? She's graceful. I'm right? I mean, for some reason she's she got a lot of shit when she was cast, but I'm like, I think she's perfect. Or what she would they give her perfect. so much shit about? I don't know. I don't know who don't else know. would be able to play Wonder Woman. Well, right there now? was like you know complaints that she wasn't built enough or whatever, but she looked phenomenal. Fuck out of here, dude. She, she was very it, man. graceful, but she was also had innocent moments. To that and, same point, all right. What I loved about, it, especially when you're, what was the island that they were? The mascara. The mascara. <laughs> Never gonna remember that one. I'm not going to say every time. <laughs> every time. Uh, what I loved is that the women there, they had their femininity, but yet they were bold and, and they were strong capable. and capable. Yeah. I love that because I think you can go a couple of different ways looking at it. You could have over-sexualized mm-hmm. them. You could have defeminized them sure. to an extreme point yeah. of view with a bunch of bodybuilders. Like, I think if a male did this, they would probably throw in bodybuilder women yeah. and stuff, you know, demas- defeminizing. Mm-hmm. I was so grateful. You know, my wife looked over at me. She, you know, as we left, she was basically like, I'm really stoked that, you know, these women were very strong and athletic. and But still had the but feminine. But still element. they were beautiful fucking women. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. The last thing that I'll say was that out of all the DC movies that we've seen so far, this one actually was on the flip side of all the despair going on. We finally got it. There was hope at the very end of this movie, Mm -hmm. which I'm grateful for. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not bleak affairs like the other ones. Exactly. So I'm I'm stoked that they kind of pivoted where that's going to go. You know, and I'm curious to see how that plays out. It won't play out in Justice League, but it will probably with the other ones that haven't. Because, I mean, that's just in post-production right now. Sure. It is what it is. Uh-huh. Um, and that, you know, I... I don't even know what the plot line of D, of it is. I don't want to know. I just want to no. go watch it. The trailer, even the extended one, is just them assembling the people and then telling jokes where it's like, uh, but there's probably not going to be that many jokes. Those are probably it. <laughs> that's all um, the jokes, basically. Yeah, probably. Best. It's- um... But that's why it's like I really I really don't think they should have front loaded their first phase. I think they needed to give each character their time, their moment, their movie, but also make the team up earned. You know, because kind of going on this, I mean, if you if you don't hit a home run in that first movie, which they say Man of Steel was like the first one, but like the first of the bona fide phase thing is like Batman vs Superman. Superman right. If you don't hit a home run there, I mean, you're scrambling. And that was a $250 million movie. Right. So it's like they really should have, and even that, it didn't feel earned, the battle between the two of them, because it wasn't, didn't build up to that. Kind of like Captain America and Iron Man was built up after like 12 movies or something, you know? And they really should have, and also they could have course corrected. If they would have done individual movies, they could have been like, well, that worked, that didn't, and then figure out what's the well, right Well, too, don't thing. you think that you would want to... I mean, before they did Avengers, all of them had their kinks worked out and their yeah, characters and dialed in. So by the time they got into that room with each other, it was I'm curious to see how you're going to get all these, uh, you know, A personalities in one space and see how they're all going to interact with each other. Because you don't even know how those actors interpret those roles. Right. Wouldn't it be better when you can write from their voice yeah. based on... Maybe they're doing stuff we don't even know yet. Yeah, we're we're, armchair quarterbacking here. But yeah, I would love for DC to look at what worked in Wonder Woman and apply it to their movies after Justice League. Right. And just be like, this is I will say I like Wonder Woman better than some of the other ones. Oh, easily. It's the best movie of the DC extended universe. And personally, I think it's the best DC movie since Batman Returns. Dang. So that's just me. But then, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the Nolan trilogy. (laughs) Right. 
Um, so I think that's all I have. Dude, that's all I got too, man. So, I mean, I would say go see it. I would say I think it's, worth, it's seeing. worth seeing. I would, um, if you're looking for canon of Wonder Woman, I don't know how close it is to canon, but I, it's pretty faithful. Is it? Yeah. So, well, then good. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's entertaining. I feel like it was the first DC property that the character was genuinely given the credit it's due as the core character. Yeah. Because they didn't really, Superman, Batman, I mean, they all, bastardized those quite a bit right. just for the sake of the movie, where I feel like this one stuck closer to the core of Wonder Woman. Well, there it is. I just wanted more character. Yeah. And I just felt she was more one note through most of it. Mm-hmm. She had glimpses of great moments where she kind of told off the, you know, the general or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. a good scene. You know what yeah. I mean? I want to see more of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that was earned. You get what I mean? Yeah. So other than that, it's entertaining. Yeah. So I'm all about it. Cool. All right. Well, thank Jonesy. Thank you, sir. Is that all it? All right. That's it. We're done. All right. Go see, see you guys it. next time. We out. We out.